every season of your life, every day, again, worship him and glorify him along the way. And so we continue to uh, um, seek the Lord's face. Again, we need Jesus more than ever now in this day and age that we're living in, a day and age in which, again, many uh, don't know Jesus as their Lord and their Savior. And so we must continue to uh, promote and tell the world, go tell on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Amen. You know what? I, I want to use that Ezekiel Ezekiel uh, uh, text this evening. Ezekiel chapter 34. Ezekiel 34 tonight. We'll pick it up in verses 23 to 26. 23 to 26 uh, in the book of Ezekiel this evening. Thank God for his word. We thank God for again all that he does. All that he does. Amen. Uh, the Bible tells us here in verse 23, he says, I will set up one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them. Even my servant David, he shall feed them, and he shall be their shepherd. I And I, the Lord, will be their God, my, my servant David, a prince among them. The Lord has spoken in. He said, I will make with them a covenant of peace, and will cause the evil beasts to cease out of the land. He says and that they uh, shall dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. I will make uh, them and the places round about my heels a blessing. He said, I will cause the shower to come down in the season, in his season, and there shall be showers of blessing. Showers of blessing. Then I want to look at uh, Malachi chapter 3. Malachi 3.10 we'll look at as well. We're going to use this as our main text, but we'll come back to this. Really just a point in the, in the, in the message here. The Bible says, bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse, and there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open uh, uh, you the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, there should not be room enough to receive it. The Bible says again, let me reread that second part of the verse. He says, prove me. He says, now herewith saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open up you the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And so really we want to focus on the part about the outpouring of Almighty God, but I want to give it a title this evening, and uh, we, we were supposed to be singing this song, but the windows of heaven are open. Amen. The windows of heaven are open. Amen. As we look to God, again, we think about it. Many times when people think about God, they look up. They call on God or they look to God or they think about God. And many times they look to the sky and they begin to naturally look up and say, God, I think of God. When they think of the Lord or God, they look to the heavens. And it really, wow, it's a natural instinct. It's a natural instinct and really for us even to lift our hands in service or lift our hands in praise and worship. We're lifting our hands to someone that is higher than you and I. Someone that sits high and looks low this very evening. The Bible says he sits in his throne tonight. He's being worshipped and adored 24-7. Amen. And me, uh, the, angel, the angels of the Lord and the, the, the heavenly beings are worshipping him now as we speak. Imagine even those that are in the kingdom of God now worshipping and glorifying God and enjoying the presence of God. 
enjoying just a small, well, we only get a small glimpse here in this service and uh, throughout your day as you're in praise and worship with God and praying, but we only get a small glimpse of what it's like to be in the presence of Almighty God. And so that's as they said, again, he sits in the throne of God. And the Bible says uh, uh, Jesus Christ, his son, sits on the right hand of the Father as we speak right now. Sits on the right hand of the Father, on the right side uh, of our Heavenly Father. No doubt, and the Bible says he even intercedes for us. Intercedes for us. No doubt he yearns and he no doubt prays for us or uh, perhaps even just uh, desires to be with us and watches over us. Aren't you glad tonight we have a God up in heaven tonight? And not only is he in heaven, but he also not as just wants to be up there, but he, he pours out his blessings down to us as well. He pours down his blessings to us as well. As we uh, read to you earlier uh, here in this text about how the God is able to pour out showers of blessing. We uh, again on this rainy evening tonight. We're gonna have a lot of rain this weekend. Uh, again, we think about the how the the, window, the 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 showers. They call them showers, storm showers. And you think about it, how that uh, as it comes down, as we were talking earlier about everybody gets wet. You can't run from it. Well, many times uh, uh, Jesus referred to when we referred to the scripture when Jesus said uh, it rains on the good and the evil. I may have read that scripture before. How it rains on the good and the evil. It rains on everybody at times. Sometimes hardships hit everybody. Sometimes difficult times hit everybody. And there are sometimes that, that, that blessings come upon all as well. And so naturally, again, things happen when it's raining. Uh, sometimes they even say it pours. Why? Because there can be back-to-back-to-back things that go on in life. You ever had back-to-back events happen in your life? And so you look at this, how when it rains, it pours sometimes. But even in that, we uh, even whether it's a negative thing, or uh, but we look to the positive this evening. Again, uh, we, we know that God is able to pour out a blessing as well. You, uh, we read in Malachi here how he told the people, he asked him, he says, don't rob me. Don't you? And really, when we rob God, we're robbing uh, him or yourself of your blessing. Malachi chapter 3 covers about tithe and offerings. We open up just now. And he asks us in verse 8, he says, will a man rob God? 3 eight. Will a man rob God? Will a man rob God? He asked him. And really, even the verses before them, he told us in verse 6, let's back up a little bit. The Bible says, he says, he is the Lord and he changes not. He's a God of love. He's a God of outpouring. From the same God back in, in the early days of the Bible we read, uh, he's the same God tonight. Amen. He said, I change not, therefore the sons of Jacob are not consumed. He's a loving God. He's a merciful God. His mercy endureth forever, the scripture tells us. His mercy pours out from heaven as we speak right now. If you need God's mercy, I'm telling you today, there's an outpouring tonight for your soul. Uh, if you need a blessing tonight, it's, out, there's a, it's a blessing for your soul. Uh, if you need a healing tonight, it's there for your soul. If you need healing, if you need the Holy Ghost tonight, it's there for you and I, brothers and sisters. Tonight. The windows of heaven are open tonight. He said, I have not changed. I'm still the same God that you read about. I'm still the same God that can pour out manna from heaven if he wanted to. Amen. He said, I'm the same God that can feed you and bless you. There's nothing that God cannot do tonight. Many times we say, all oh, these are just stories of old. But that same God, he told us, he said, I'm the Lord thy God. I change not. Again, and so it's been raining all the since the beginning of time uh, from way back in Genesis it's been raining and the same God that pulls out the natural rain uh, is the same God that can pull out the heavenly rain and the spiritual rain as well 
Bible goes a little further. He said, even as the days of your fathers, ye are gone away. My ordinances have not uh, uh, kept them. Uh, return unto me, and I will return unto you, uh, saith the Lord uh, of hosts. But ye, uh, uh, he said, wherein uh, shall we return? Uh, and so naturally, God was pleading with mankind here in Malachi, the last book in the Old Testament. God was pleading with man, uh, return back to me. Uh, return back to me. I want you. To, I want a relationship with you again. Uh, I want you to get back. Put away your strange guys we covered last week put away the falsehood and put away uh, idols and said and get back to me uh, we even speak to our city our nation and I am even in this entire world we get this broadcast if you're here tonight that says return unto God get to God uh, and God because God yearns to be with us today and you think about this even as the process of rain in itself the process of rain and how that it came down from heaven and it lands on the earth and over time, it will go back up into the sky. The whole cycle of it, the evaporation that takes place, it's a, it's a cycle that constantly goes. You think about that when we needed rain, no doubt, and, and the rain came from the heavens above and it comes down and God blesses all over the place. And, but then again, we, we have to release it back up into heaven as well. And so the earth has to yield it back up to God. It's a, it's a continual cycle. And I believe that as by how the rain returns, uh, it comes back over and over and over again. Uh, it's a cycle to, uh, again to continue to go uh, and how it comes down from heaven and we should give it back up. Amen. Uh, God deserves our praise and I am. If God's been good to you, amen, bless the Lord. We share it in Bible study. I believe it was. I said this Christmas, let's give a gift to God. Amen. Give a gift to God. We, we, they talk about this is really the biggest spending spending season there is. Millions, billions of dollars are spent on gifts. And so I said, man, that'd be nice if, uh, hey amen, we can get a nice offering that way as well. Amen. We know what I'm talking about. Amen. A couple of million. Amen. We can buy our own church building. Amen. We can have God. God's going to bless. Amen. And so naturally, again, so people don't realize this. When we bless God, it'll come back around. When you bless the Lord and you give an offering as unto the Lord, you bless the Lord in your praise, you bless the Lord in your time, efforts, and energy, you support the work of the Lord, God will bless. Let me say this tonight. And so the Bible says in verse 8, he says, will a man rob God is what God asked the people. He said, will a man rob God? I saw a picture years ago. We used to have these uh, magazines called The Trumpet. And, and one of the pages, it was like a page we flipped through it, and this man had a mask on, and he had a gun. He said, stick him up. He was sticking up God. This old man's thief, uh, Trey. And the scripture says, he says, will a man rob God? Can you imagine that? And the Bible says here, he says, when they ask, you say, how can I rob God? Can you imagine sticking a gun up to heaven and saying, stick him up, God? But the Bible says, yeah, have you robbed me? He says, wherein have we robbed thee? He said, in tithing and offerings. And naturally, he was referring to, again, the giving is unto the Lord. Tithe means 10%. Amen. And again, uh, we share with him, even in, I believe it was Sunday night service, he was talking about Zacchaeus. The Bible said he gave half his goods. <laughs> I said, man, we can't give people to give a half a dollar. <laughs> That's that silent moment. Give a half a dollar to the church, amen. Then God deserves more than a half a dollar, amen. You get it, you get that more at the potato chip place at the deli. But a half, a, again, he says here, tithe is 10%. He said, bring you to the storehouse. He said, there should be meat in my house. Prove me now. And so naturally, God wasn't even really need. God doesn't need anything. 
But he wanted us to prove our faith to him and support the work. And naturally, he was there to support the ministry. He was there to support, and the same thing here, support the ministry, to support the preach. Hey, preach, amen. That's our desires that Reverend's talking about today, by going full time, amen. To support the work of the Lord, support the ministry, amen. And so now she says, prove me, prove me, bless me. says, watch what I do. I promise you. Just as sure as the rain descends and drops, comes and goes uh, through the seasons and cycles, he said, I will open up the windows of heaven. Can you imagine God opening up the windows, not these natural windows, but a window, big windows from heaven. God has huge windows up in heaven. Amen. Let me know that. God has huge windows to where he can open up the windows of heaven, he says, and I will pour out a blessing. I will pour out a blessing upon you. Church of the day, this is a season where God can bless you in a mighty way. As you bless God with your time, efforts, and energy, your soul, your finances, God will bless you. Prove him, he says, God is not a liar like man is. He said, I'm not a liar. Hebrews says, I'm not a man. He's not a man that should lie. He's not a man like not your man. Man will lie. Get in, but you know what? God's word will come to pass. How many know that? God said, I will. God said, I can. I shall. My word is true. He said, let God be true and every man a liar. Another scripture tells us. The Bible says, I will pour out my blessings from heaven. He said, I promise you I'll take care of you. And there should not be room enough to receive it. You can't even receive all that God has for us. We can't even receive all that God has for us. Just, to, just, just, uh, 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 just uh, listening to someone the other day. It was like skimming through the videos or whatever on YouTube. And, and this man was talking about he was an ex-soldier. He had an opportunity to live in Saddam's house uh, during the Iraqi war. During the Iraqi war, he said, man, his toilet bowls were made out of gold. His toilet bowls were made out of gold, and he had all these different things. And He said he had diamonds all on the wall, just in, in the walls, jewels and all these different things. And naturally, they were using their places, a place to sleep and various things in the initial part. He said, most of it, the man said, did you take anything home? He said, nah. He said, most of it was gone by the time I got there. He said, but there were some remnants left. So can you imagine if man desires to live this way? Can you imagine how much more God has? To where, again, the smallest of things in the kingdom of God, no doubt, could absolutely finance the whole world. <laughs> One little chip off the streets of gold, he can drop it down. Amen. And turn our life around. But we're not talking about the materialistic things either. But we're talking about the spiritual things. Amen. When you get a hold of God, it's more viable than silver and gold. Peter said, I don't have silver and gold to offer you, but I can give you Jesus. He said, it's more precious than rubies. The Proverbs tells us more precious than silver and more precious than all the fine things of life. He said, you can't even put a value on uh, again the relationship with God because when you need him, he'll be there. When you need comfort, he'll He'll come in. Um, amen. When you need a touch from God, he'll be there. When you need forgiveness, he'll come in. Uh, amen. And no doubt we serve a God that's able to open up the windows of heaven. And so God said, I'll open up the windows of heaven and I will pour out a blessing upon you. Back to Ezekiel real quickly. I'm going to get you guys home tonight. The Bible says in Ezekiel 34, the Bible says, and I will send the shepherd prophecy about naturally the good shepherd eventually would come and how that he uh, again would come into the world uh, he said ah the lord of god that god will my, my servants the prince among you he says i have spoken it he said i will make a covenant of peace uh, and so not naturally when the good shepherd would come he will make it a covenant with peace uh, the new testament as we share with you the, with the new covenant in christ jesus came uh, a new agreement with mankind uh, a new agreement if you would simply follow the good shepherd follow the lord there are blessings 
blessings that come with that. How many say it today? I like how David wrote, he says, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He will make a lie down in green pastures. He was, David even told us, he says, God will bless you as you follow our good shepherd tonight. And as you follow the Lord, amen, there will blessings that fall from heaven tonight. So naturally, David and all others that realize this, the covenant of peace Jesus came to bring. He says, and even uh, the, the things that, that were coming out to harm us will cease. He said he would cause us to dwell safely, even in the wilderness, wherever you go. That's the blessings that pour out from heaven. Blessings of protection, blessings of covering, a special covering from heaven, a special uh, 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 place that we can go, a special protection that we can have in Almighty God. In verse 26, it says, I will make them a place round about them in the hills of blessing. In the hills of Almighty God, we're surrounded again by the mighty hills of God. The being surrounded by who He is, being surrounded by blessing after blessing. Amen. The Bible says, I will cause the showers to come down in His season. He says, and there shall be showers of blessing. There shall be showers of blessing. Amen. And God is more, more than able to pour out showers of blessings. The windows of heaven are open. We should take advantage of these windows of heaven that have been opened. As we mentioned again, this is Christmas season. And you think about how the, those windows of heaven opened up for the Son of God to come down. For the Son of God to come down in that season just to save mankind. The blessing upon blessings that came from heaven. He came from heaven, as he sang that song, he came from heaven to earth to show us the way. From the, from the earth to the cross, our debts were paid. And from the cross to the grave, he did it all for you and I. And from the grave to the the sky church today we lift him on high he came down to be that gift tonight the gift of salvation to bring forth joy to the world the joy that mankind learned yearned for the joy that, that mankind looks for tonight it already has come the windows of heaven already been opened Amen. it's up to us to receive it Amen. it's up to us to receive it and accept it and to take what god has done in the gospel of matthew as we try to move on here in the gospel Excuse me, John. I gave you John. John chapter 6. John chapter 6. The Bible talks about how Jesus spoke uh, to these men. John 6. The Bible told him in verse 33. We'll jump right into it. Uh, well, verse 32. Sorry. Verse 32. 632. The Bible says, Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, Moses gave you not the bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. Jesus was speaking to the people. Many, again, that were there listening to him, he had made a statement about how he had uh, bread that they uh, would never hunger again, and never have to really, and even the water from heaven, no doubt they would never have to thirst again. And naturally, he began to share with them, uh, and there was a discussion about the manna that came down uh, from heaven uh, in the days of Moses when they were in the wilderness. When they were in the wilderness, and uh, shortly after God had opened up the Red Sea, God had done so many miracles for Israel to see. God had opened up the windows many times and let them know that he was with them, that he covered them and he blessed them. And he, he would keep them every day from the, uh, from the Red Sea opening to just a cloud by day. Many times they were in the desert as they traveled to the promised land. It was the hot heat of the desert. God was sending the clouds that cover them. And God in the nighttime when it got cold, 
Actually, it probably dropped 40, 50 degrees sometimes. If you get a chance to go to the desert, you'll see. And, and so, like out in Arizona, it go from 110 to about 70, it's 80 degrees. And it's a big drop to the body anyway. And it feels very cold. And so naturally, even when it got cold, oh, turn the heat on, Moses. You done brought us out here, Moses. Amen. Well, put a jacket on. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. God was sitting down fire. Amen. My wife and kids, they, that ain't the heat. Turn on the heat. It's cold in the house. Amen. But the fire from heaven. God was sitting fire from heaven. And naturally, it would go hover over them, and they would have heat in the nighttime. In the middle of the night, God was able to pour it out wherever you may be, whatever condition you have. God is able to do great and mighty works. As you, uh, many of you may, who may not, not your own a home or even don't own a home, uh, again, water can be a, a travesty. Water can be a tra travesty. And that's where we, got, we had a leak, uh, and sometimes it comes back at how them, when it rains like it is now, water can make its way in. Water will make its way into the house. How many know what I'm talking about? I haven't had an experience. And that's if you got a, a leak, a, a roof problem, or if you got some type of leak going on, that water would get in there and do some damage. And so you think about that and how I was bringing it up because when, when uh, the blessings of God, it finds its way, amen. It can find its way wherever your condition is. When God opens up the windows and pours out this water, when God opens up the windows of heaven and begins to shower, it does not matter where you may be. God is able to find you. Amen. God is able to meet your need. God is able to make his way through the crevices and cracks of life and reach down to where you may be tonight and find you. And, and no doubt, give, if you need a blessing of a salvation, a blessing of the Holy Ghost, a blessing of healing, a miracle from heaven today, I'm telling you, it's here. The windows of heaven open and it pours out. And naturally, as you look at that, how they find his way, they say water will find his way. And God's blessing can find his way. Let's get back to what we're saying. So naturally, Moses had prayed to God. God sent down manna to feed these people as well. So as they were dealing with the heat and the cold, or whatever the case may be, and God uh, began to, uh, they began to complain about the food as well. But as you see, through all their complaints, God was able to meet their needs. That's, he was just letting them know that any and everything they came up with, God was able to supply. They had no excuse. They had no excuse. And so the Bible says it, and so Moses prayed, God, feed these folks. Feed them. They're hungry. They think they're going to die, but we will not die in God tonight, meaning we will not have come up short in God. The Bible says God pulled out the manna from heaven, fed them, blessed them, amen, and, and, and allowed them to be nourished right there in the midst of the desert. And so Jesus began to back to the New Testament. I read him. The Bible says he was having this discussion with these Pharisees and Sadducees. The Bible says Moses gave you bread from heaven in verse 32. He says, but my father giveth you true bread from heaven. And so he said, for the bread of God, 33, which is uh, cometh down from heaven, he says, and giveth life unto the world. He was referring to himself being the bread of heaven that has come down. Showering from heaven. The windows of heaven opened up and the bread of life had come down. The Bible says in verse 34 and then uh, said they unto him, Lord even more uh, give us this bread. And Jesus said unto him, I am the bread of life. He that cometh uh, to me shall never thirst again. He that believeth on me shall never thirst again. And so 
We think about this, how God is able to pull out the blessings. The windows of heaven open to where he can supply and meet every need. If you're hungry, God can meet the need. If you, if you need a, a touch from God, God is able to supply and satisfy the need. All we got to do is call on him tonight. Call on him. And the windows of heaven are open. Come on up. Come on up. I'm going to finish out. But I said unto you, you have, have also seen, also have seen me and believe not. And all the Father give me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me, I will no wise cast him out. Tonight, the invitation has been opened up. The invitation from heaven has been granted to all mankind. He's willing, no doubt, that none should perish. What will we do with that invitation that has been given to us? The Bible says in verse 38, he said, I came down from heaven and do not my own will, but the will of him that sent me. This is the, the Father which will, hath sent me. He said that of all which hath given me, I should lose nothing, but raise, should raise it up again in the last days. And let's move on a little bit further in verse 40. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have eternal life, and I will raise him up in the last day. And the Jews murmured in verse 41 is our last verse. The Jews murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which come down from heaven. And he is that tonight. He is that bread. He is that bread. He is that bread. It says the last verse, you know what? It's come down from heaven. He is that bread. Amen. There it is. Uh, again, uh, we see here the bread of life has come uh, into the, the, the city of bread in Bethlehem. Amen. The city of bread. And look at verse 42. I tell was the last one. It's hard for me to stop. The Bible says it, it keeps on coming out. Amen. It says, is not this Jesus? Is not this this little boy that ran around the streets of Bethlehem and Nazareth? The son of Joseph, verse 42, whose father and mother we know. So I know that boy. This is the same Jesus, the carpenter's son. He said, how is it that he said, I came down from heaven? He said, how is it? He said, I came down from heaven. And really he was letting them know, he said, I am he. Master Joseph is the one I grew up in his house, but there's a bigger house that I grew up in too. My heavenly father up in heaven is where I came from for real. Naturally, you see me, you know me as Jesus of Nazareth. He said, but no, I'm not from this world. I come from a city who's, who, uh, again, uh, whose streets of pay but gold tonight. He came from a place that there's no weeping and grinding. There's no more pain and sorrow. He came from a place, no doubt, no, there's no need for the sun. Church of the day has come down from heaven. Will you receive it tonight? Will you taste upon him? Taste and see that the Lord is good. The outpouring is here. The windows of heaven are, have been made available for us. He said, come on in and receive this thing receive it tonight for the windows of heaven are open in verse 50 as we finish he said this is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and shall not die for this man eats this bread James he won't die he wasn't talking about the, this old physical body we all gonna see the grave one day we all gonna have to go that way one day barring the rapture of the church but you know what he was talking about dying eternally. You don't have to die lost tonight because the windows of opportunity from heaven have been given. The windows to be saved. Church of day, we live in a day where the window of grace is still open. We believe in dispensation and this dispensation that we're in is 
dispensation of grace. It's a window since 2,000 years ago when Jesus first came. It's a window that's been opened for all of mankind to be saved. It's a window. The brothers and sisters, hey, one day we'll be shut. Don't miss it. Take advantage while the window is open. Life is so short. We was just marveling again with my coworkers. I said, man, people are just leaving this old earth. Without Christ, they're leaving this world. He said, man, people are dying everywhere. I said, I know, I know. I know. He said, man, this one and this one. He was talking about different ones in Hollywood and various things. But I said, even just all around people. He said, yeah, I had a friend. He says, one minute I talked to him and a few days later he's gone. I just talked to him. I said, I know. The windows will happen. No doubt. We'll close one day. The window of grace will close. And church today, don't be again here on the other side of God's grace. He says here, those that eat of my bread, those that eat of that manna from above, no doubt, he says, will not die. Tonight, God wants you to live eternally with him. He yearns to live eternally with us, amen. He yearns, he, I can imagine looking out the window right now, saying, those are my children. Oh, look at him out there. He's looking down from heaven. He visits speak now. He's watching over his James, looking down from heaven, saying, hey, it's James. Hey, that's this one and that's that one. He's looking down from heaven upon each one of us, yearning to be with us. Our Heavenly Father looks out the window, just like his little children playing in the street, playing outside, and the parents look out the window. God looks out the window of heaven. Tonight, he sees you, he loves you. Tonight, take advantage of that window of grace while it's still open. He said, he that eateth of me, he said, may not, it may, that eats of me shall not die or will not die. Brothers and sisters, let's have life. Life in Christ Jesus. Eternal life. If you give your life to Christ today, as we bow heads and reverence to God, today you give the invitation for the one who came and gave his life and he died on that old rugged cross, shed his innocent blood. No doubt that men and women can be free, that we can be saved. He paid the debt for us. He paid our sins for us. He went to hell for us. He died that we don't have to die. Tonight, tonight, take advantage of this window. We don't know when our window will close. This window on life, when our windows will be closed, these eyes will be closed one day. Our windows will be closed and we will no longer be able to look, at, look out these windows called eyes. The next time when we open them again, we have to stand before God and give an account for our lives. My friend today, when you, when you close your eyes in death and look to God, we want to see Jesus, amen. I want to see Jesus when I open my eyes. I don't want to have to open my eyes in torment. I don't want to have to open my eyes and get in pain and in sorrow. I get in hell. My friend today, take advantage of this time. Jesus said, I've given you a window of opportunity. The windows of heaven are open tonight. Friend, take advantage of this time while there's still time. Come and eat while there's still time, while there's still bread is available, while this bread is still available tonight. Come and taste of the goodness of God. We gotta go. But let's seek the Lord in prayer today. If you're not saved tonight, give your life to Christ while there's still time. If you are a Christian tonight, continue to walk in the grace of Almighty God. Serve God, live for God. Do our very best in this window of life. The time allotted to you and I. God has been good to us. And so let's take advantage of the time allotted to us to serve Him and live for Him every day. Amen. That we will one day spend eternity with Him, eternally with Him. As we look to the Lord in prayer tonight, if you need to be saved, simply ask the Lord Jesus Christ into your life. 
Accept him as Lord and Savior tonight. Believe that he is the Son of God that came down from heaven. Believe that he is the Christ, the Savior of the world. Make your prayer. Make it. That's your prayer tonight. Ask him for forgiveness. Repent of your sins tonight. He's faithful and just to forgive. One more we didn't cover. It says, God pour out the windows of heaven and pour out the Holy Ghost upon the people. The latter rain. If you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we can get to it tonight. But if you need the Holy Ghost tonight, the latter rain is here as well. Amen. The windows of heaven are open and God is pouring out rain. His Holy Spirit tonight, let it rain on you tonight. If you need the Holy Ghost power tonight. Say, I want the Holy Ghost preaching. I need power. I need something extra. Tonight, the windows of heaven open tonight. Let God feed you with the Holy Ghost. The Bible said in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Upon your sons and your daughters. Upon men and women from all walks of life. And they will dream dreams. And they will see visions of Almighty God. God wants to pour it out upon you. We got to go. But tonight, church, let the windows of heaven be poured out. Whatever you have need of, it is available. Everything God showed them to the children of Israel. He poured it out. He blessed it from heaven. Moses asked, and God did it. And the same thing is with our lives today. God is willing and able to meet every need, every spiritual need tonight that you may have. Need every spiritual need tonight that you have. Amen. Tonight, he's more than able to do it. Amen. Would you begin to sing? Let's find a place to pray tonight. Let's seek the Lord's face. The windows of heaven open. Take advantage of this time of opportunity. Okay. 